Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that there's more. There's always more. There's more to step into, more to learn, more to grow into. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. This is good. This is good. This is good. This is good. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. If y'all don't mind, would y'all just turn around to Lydia and go, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> just so you, in case y'all don't know, this is the lady that makes those people, this person right here. <laughs> good morning, guys. Good morning. That was a good praise and worship. That was a good time in the Lord. All right. I'm learning to do announcements, guys. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Yay. I'm growing up, guys. <clears throat> Uh, Chris, Chris gave me a list of things to do while I'm up here. He's, he said to make sure to mention his name at least 50, or actually no more than 50, no less than 45. Make sure I give him credit for all the good things. So that was from Chris, Lydia. Wow. <laughs> right? Uh, I don't know. It's all about Chris. These are the jokes, guys. This is what it feels like sitting right there while Chris is preaching. <laughs> I've got a list of them. No, I'm kidding. I don't. I don't. Oh, it was cold, right? It was cold. Those couple days where, you know, everybody was just staying home, the first freezing days, our big, um, our big um, event for the day was suiting up to take the, take the dog out to use the bathroom. <laughs> like, like literally, I put a big coat on, I put sweats over my other pants, and Chris put on these Carhartt jumper thing, and all to take the dog out to use the bathroom. <laughs> and just for the record, we live in an apartment. There is a poop area, but we're not picking up the poop, so we walk just a little further <laughs> so we don't have to pick up that poop, because. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> no. But it was cold. Um, it's over. Everybody survive. Who all had busted pipes here? Not me. Oh, sorry, you guys. Oh, sprinklers. Ugh. Sorry, guys. Okay. Sorry you guys had broken pipes. But we're here. We made it. Um, Harz, I don't even know why y'all are here. Like, do you know you just had a baby the other day? <laughs> I, I turned around, I was like, what is that girl doing here? Just, somebody needs to tell her she just had a baby. <laughs> just kidding. Um, announcements. This Friday is our first creative healing night of the year. Put on your calendars, be here, or miss out, either one. It's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
right, Zoe? I mean, you miss out or not? Or not? Yes. Um, and then on the weekend of the 6th, 7th, March, we're in February, this is in March, um, we'll have Craig Ferris will be with you guys. Yeah. Yes. We're benefiting from his Austin trip, so that's pretty cool. Um, Chris and I will not be here that weekend. Our daughter's getting married in Austin, and fun times. This is our baby that is getting married. Um, yeah, he's a great guy. She's a good girl, great girl. They're a great match. They have been actually just a little story on them. They have, poor things, they've been freezing. Like, their apartment didn't have power. They had a fireplace, but they didn't have any wood. They couldn't find any wood. They went for a hike. They were going to chop down wood, or they, I don't remember, but they couldn't burn it anyway because it was wet wood. And then they slept in their car a couple nights. They were running out of food. <laughs> they went to a friend's house, and then they got word to their apartment. It's a long story. Anyway, they got a hotel some days ago. Yeah, so they're warm now, and everything is working. Um, back to announcements. Dub Alexander will be here March 12th through the 14th. Yeah. Yay, Dub. So cool. Dub blows your mind. Like, we're in his class right now, and we're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, we're having to rewrite everything we believe. Like, <laughs> I did not know some of this stuff. Sometimes that we'll talk, like, because Marilyn, Lydia, Roger, and Sarah are doing the class. James is doing the class. And afterwards, we'll like text or talk, and we'll just send like fire emojis, like, can you believe this stuff? Like, this is totally blowing everything out of the water. I, I don't know. Um, we still have water baptisms and baby dedications, but of course, we, when I say we, I mean me, have not, no, it's a we, have not, <laughs> I'll take all of it, we're a couple, um, figured out a date on when that will be, yay. I'm not growing that much. Um, <laughs> I still got work to do. <laughs> okay. A um, couple things is breakfast. Please, if you can, donate to our breakfast. There is a there will be a tab on the church app. You can donate. Yada yada. Yeah. Oh, Chris is clearing his throat. That means hurry up. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, let me tell you some awesome stuff Chris did. I forgot to mention his name. <laughs> Chris, Chris, Chris. Chris, 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 Chris. Chris, 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 Chris. <laughs> um, just real quick before I go. Um, Sozo. They're having a basic Sozo and advanced Sozo. Basic is March 2nd and 3rd. Advanced is July 2nd and 3rd. Um, if you want any info on it, or if you want to be in second or third chair, please see this wonderful couple right here, Jim and Kathy. They will direct you to the right people. Eventually, we'd like to have our own Sozo group here, so we need some practice and some practice and some practice. So these are the guys to get you there. Um, also, we got some spots left on this Har family on their meal train. Please bring them some food because why are these guys here? <laughs> this girl just had a baby. Okay. Um, oh, Chris. Chris, 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 Chris. Sorry. These are the jokes, kids. 
Uh, last night, Chris had a dream about me. He was so mad. <laughs> All morning, we were getting dressed. He was like, I was so mad at you. I wanted to hit you. And I was like, dude, get over it. You need a sozo. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, stop talking. I'm talking right now. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Miss, Miss, we're not worthy. Are you ready for the kids? <laughs> All right, kids, stand up. Let's get ready because this girl is something else. Lord, we just bless these kids. Bless them in Jesus' name. <laughs> A to the men. Is that it? Oh, Chris is a great guy. I don't know if y'all know. He is awesome. He's going to come up here and speak. He's going to blow your mind. I mean, yes. Is that it, Chris? <laughs> just kidding. All the, I'm just, I'm nervous, guys. That's the thing. Oh wait, can we get him a can we get him a drum roll? He's used to drum rolls, please. <laughs> oh my god. Man, my stomach is hurting. <laughs> and Sister Angela's over here. No, you sit there and you take it. You take it. She says, you take it. You do it to her all the time. You take it. <laughs> Good Lord, man. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so now to talk about the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> How do you even go there, man? This girl, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> man, I, my stomach is hurting so bad from laughing. Man. Oh, uh, I don't know, Joy the Lord or a smart aleck. I don't know which one. <laughs> Man, okay. I don't know how to go there. She, uh, she's, she's right. I did have a dream, and I got to talk to Lydia afterwards. Uh, and Man, I, I woke up. I mean, I, you know those dreams that are, like, real, right? Like, it feels real. Like, you're really, it's, you know. Man, I woke up, and I was, man, I was mad. I was so mad at her, and uh, I didn't, well, I did say, man, I want to hit you, man. <laughs> I'm not going to hit my wife, though. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but, yeah, I was so angry, man. I just woke up. It was such a, it was such a stupid dream, and, I mean, I thought it was real, <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those. So anyway, I'll be talking to Lydia, and I might need a sozo afterwards. <laughs> man, well, it is good to be in his house, man. And um, man, that was that was really powerful. Wasn't that powerful what Lydia spoke? I didn't. I just I had her on my heart like all morning. Like there was something there, and and I I, I didn't feel like I was supposed to warn her. It's not one of those. And then I kept thinking, man, maybe it's just me. And uh, and then in that song, it all kind of it all kind of clicked. I'm so glad that um, that it went there because that was just a powerful word, man. You know, it's powerful. And I just, I, I, like Raquel said, man, love love Lydia's gifting. 
Um, you know, on that note, I, I want to uh, just mention that, you know, if we're here and it's during worship or something like that, if you, if you feel like you have something from the Lord, you know, he, he does talk and we're still learning our protocol and how we, how we move and flow in that. You know, man, if it's, man, go, go to Raquel and tell her if you feel like it's, like it's something. That's, that's our protocol here, uh, you know, <clears throat> and um, uh, she'll make the call from there. And um, we don't want to miss those opportunities, right? Um, but uh, anyway, man, I'm, I don't even know how to get started here, really, to tell you the truth. But it's okay. We'll just, we'll just jump in the Word. Everybody good? Yeah? yeah? Good laugh this morning, right? <laughs> this girl, man. Anyway, uh, turn with me to the book of Romans. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to kind of wind down <clears throat> what I've been sharing about kingdom citizenship. And um, this morning, really, uh, just want to share a, um, a couple of points uh, to maybe shift some thinking. It, like I said, I didn't talk to Lydia, and it's so cool that she was dropping some of that same language, right? Because uh, I want to I share this a little bit about... Um, uh, uh, really not so much shifting a thought as much as um, widening, widening our perception. Does that make sense? Um, being a little more aware. And so we've been in Romans 8, really just a few verses in Romans 8, uh, where we've been talking about the two laws, the law of the spirit of life and the law of sin and death, right? And um, there's just been so much uh, for me personally, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> there's been so much um, uh, just amazing meat and depth uh, to those verses, and it's been it's been great for me. I hope that you've been experiencing uh, some of that. Um, but right here in Romans eight, I just want to highlight a couple of verses. Uh, please, if you haven't been here uh, or if you're just joining us, man, go back and, and read all of Romans 8. And, and uh, if you want to go back and watch uh, some of the other videos or the, hear, hear the podcast to see uh, kind of the context that we're in, it, it's, it's right there online. But um, in, let's look at verse, um, excuse me, in verse, um, I can't read my verses now. I got so many tears in my eyes, I can't hardly see this girl, man. Um, where do we go? I lost my verse here. Let's start in verse four. So now every righteous requirement of the law can be fulfilled through the anointed one living his life in us. And we are free to live not according to our flesh, but according, but by the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen to that? We're, we're meant, we're meant, there's no if, ands, or buts. You are meant to live by the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. It's pretty interesting in that, in that phrase right there because our word power comes from the word dunamin, uh, which is where we get our word dynamite and, and other thing. And dynamic is a word that means like um, other facets or other avenues, you know, um, it's kind of like hearing the music if, uh, like I'm sure y'all noticed, we didn't have the keys playing. So it's a different dynamic when it's just the guitar. When we have both of those and we add the drums, it's a different dynamic. Does that make sense? And so he actually says here, he gives us two adjectives that we should uh, live in or by dynamic power 
of the Holy Spirit, which is pretty cool. Amen? So first off, our life should be that way is what he's telling us, not as a rule, just, hey, man, this is the, what's available to you. The law of the spirit of life says live by the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. And, um, and so then in verse 5, and those who are motivated by the flesh only pursue what benefits themselves. But look at this part. This is so important. But those who live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue spiritual realities. And so we learned about the two laws. There's the law of sin and death, which Jesus actually condemned, right? That's what we read in the beginning of Romans. There's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus, right? There's no more condemnation. Jesus, when he came, he not only defeated the law uh, or he fulfilled the law, but he actually condemned um, sin is what another uh, one of the other passages say in the beginning of uh, Romans 8. And so we want to move to this uh, point where we focus on living by the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit, but also by being motivated by the impulses. Does that make sense? See, a kingdom citizen has all of that. And you and I were kingdom citizens, right? Well, me and Angela are. Okay. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, brother. All right. So let's, let's look at this verse one more time because this is where we're going to move into. What, what I would love to set up, and, and this is what's going on in my life, is I am authentically trying to be more aware of the impulses. I'm trying to be the kingdom citizen that knows what my father is desiring at the moment that I am taking a breath and a step and I'm moving and I'm flowing in just my life. I'm driving to work an impulse of the Holy Spirit. I'm up here singing a song, leading a worship, and there's an impulse on that one line of the song. Now, that, that's what I'm looking for to do and to be. That's where I'm trying right now in my life. I'm trying to widen my gaze and my awareness. So let me read that verse five one more time. Talking about those who are motivated by the flesh only pursue what benefits themselves, but those who live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue spiritual realities. And I want to look at what those spiritual realities kind of look like in, in a few different facets. So Dynamic power is one thing we should be living by. I look around the room here, and uh, even some of the people that have already gone out, uh, I know that all of us that I see here know about the dynamic power of the Lord. Anybody in here ever seen an actual physical healing take place? Yeah? Or you ever seen, uh, um, you ever had a, an actual word of knowledge? You ever seen that happen? Yeah? Um, well, everybody didn't want to raise their hand today. That's okay. So I was, I was hoping that y'all would acknowledge it so everybody could see. But that's okay. We'll just move on. So <laughs> That's okay. It's, it's okay. It's all right. I'm a little rocked from all the bombardment this morning. So it's okay. No. Um, when we look around, this community knows what the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit looks like. Right. 
But let me say it this way. We know it to a certain extent. And I believe there's another factor here that we know it to this extent. But I don't know that we know it to this extent. What does that mean? Well, I'm glad that you asked that question. The dynamic power of the Holy Spirit is not just words of knowledge. It is not just a physical healing that takes place. It is not just a miraculous raising of the dead. I'm going to show you some scripture here in a second that blew my mind because the kingdom life is even in the very kindness that you show as a kingdom citizen. I got, I got rocked pretty hard this week because what I realized is, we've, I say we, I'm talking about she said we're a couple, so I'm going to use her too. We've been so focused on this dynamic movement and wow, and the church has been doing amazing. You know, one of the saddest things we did ever was sell our farm just a few months ago, right? I mean, that's like our life. It's, it's, we were sure like during this freeze, we were like, dang, man, if we were on the farm, we wouldn't be dealing with this. Man, we would be warm. We would have food. We would be warm. I mean, we would have everything, right? And it was just a sad thing. But I will tell you this, that I am glad that we went through that. And it's, it's off our plate because it was very difficult to focus on three things. Our company, the church, and our farm. The farm was just really just her and I. It was just for us. That's it. It was what we wanted in our desire and our heart. But we, since we've been out of that we we've been telling people right right when I, we talk to people the the story is that we we felt like the lord opened that door and it was easy to make that choice because our company focuses on so many families in here it focuses on so many families and the farm was just us so we've been talking about what's going on with you guys and the dynamic power that we see if you come friday night for the creative healing night you're going to see the dynamic power of the lord because you're looking for that. But what I want to share about what's going on with me is what are the things I'm not looking for? Because there's dynamic power in that. There are impulses in that. And I'm going to show you in a second here. So the main point as a recap is just that we're meant to live by the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. We're now, we're now part of the law of the spirit of life, right? The uh, sin was condemned uh, through the cross, it was condemned. That was the only thing that was condemned was sin. It's beautiful. And we're meant right here in verse 5 to live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit, which motivates us to pursue spiritual realities. So the question that I'm hoping that you'll join with me and Raquel in, or with Raquel and I, as we, we are beginning to pursue, what does a spiritual reality really look like? See, it's not just the healing. It's not just the word of knowledge. It's not just if somebody dances or, or if laugh, if they just laugh. Laughing is not the only thing. <laughs> Amen? And I'm not knocking it at all. Getting, uh, we can go real old school Pentecostal, getting drunk in the spirit <laughs> or getting slain. I've had it happen right there. This is my drunk spot. I boozed up right there on a Wednesday night, like eight people here, and they all laughed at me. They were all laughing at me. I'm surprised there's not some video somewhere. <laughs> so, 
That's my spot. I know it's real. I believe it. I love it. It was powerful. It rocked my world. Really, only the, the, the only time that I've ever gone that deep. I got real drunk that night. <laughs> but that's not the only spiritual reality. What I wonder, though, is are we as a community, are we just looking for the dynamic power in the big, bold letters that says, oh, I, want, I see, you know, we've been talking about Pete Cabrera and seeing legs grow out and arms grow out and that kind of stuff. I'm not knocking that. What I'm wanting to do is awaken myself to the impulses of just touching that person over there in the grocery store that maybe looks a little sad. Or maybe this guy over here who's an absolute jerk. You ever been around one of them? Jesus actually told us all about those kind of people. Turn with me to the book of Luke. Luke chapter 6. Um, you know, as, as I'm growing in my kingdom understanding, I love the fact that when you look at Jesus and the, the, the time that he walked here on the earth, um, man, he really was just all about checking out people's lives and, and, and doing whatever Holy Spirit did there at that moment. He was all about hanging out and being family, telling stories. Come on, man, that's all Jesus did was tell stories and heal people, right? <laughs> and then the story healed the person in their heart. Right. Can you imagine the woman at the well who was judged as a just a she was judged as a horrible woman in that culture. Right. Five husbands and living with one. They looked way, way down on her. Right. But it when you know the story of the culture and all that, it, it, it's stupid. But Jesus comes. Can you imagine her heart? Why are you talking to me? And then she has the revelation of who he is, that he's not just a prophet. He's the water that gives life. Can you imagine? Like, that was dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. And no limbs grew out. No flashes of lightning came across the sky. You know, there wasn't an Elijah moment where, hey, real quick, let's douse the sacrifice with water, bring some fire, Lord. And it wasn't that moment. It was the connection and the interaction between the heart of the father and the heart of a daughter through the heart of a son. Does that make sense? And the thing is, is that you and I, we are to be the impulse of his heart to the world around us, whether they need a physical healing or whether they need just a hug. And for the ones that won't hug you, they just need to be nice, I guess. I don't know. We'll find out, right? Um, uh, Zoe and John and a few others, I know y'all took y'all's team, uh, joined up with somebody, I can't remember his name now, Jacob, I think, uh, a few weeks ago at an outreach. And in this outreach, it's in a really messed up part of town, and it's prostitutes and drug dealers and just all kind of stuff, and they're out there waving their flags and you know, praying over people and dancing around and, you know, and talking to different people and s translating Spanish and English, and all of it gets translated to Holy Ghost. Yes. 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 
And there's this one story of this guy that had a radical awakening, right? And again, it wasn't that there was a miraculous physical healing. It was simply the love of the Father from his heart through their heart to touch the Son. That's the impulse of the Holy Spirit, which brings a spiritual reality. We had a young man who was blinded to the fact of his identity as a son of the Father that was awakened to it, all because someone shared and opened their mouth. Spiritual reality 101. I, you know, we have some friends that, uh, and I'm not knocking this at all. I am not. It, I don't mean this as a negative. I, I mean it as an example. But, man, they just simply want to be Bethel. And they will tell you they just want to be Bethel. That's what they're looking to do. And that's okay. But I don't want to just be limited to looking for the power that happens at the altar with healing people. And just I, 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 I don't think that that's the I think that puts a limit on us. Does that make sense? Now, now, Bethel's not like that. Bethel has radically shifted the whole community of Reading, right? And they're doing that. But I want to be very careful that I don't limit what he wants to do through core or through me by just looking for a physical healing. Man, what's the spiritual reality of a kingdom citizen? What does a kingdom life look like for me as a citizen as I follow the impulses of the Holy Spirit? Man, it was, a, it was a couple of months ago, Raquel and I stood right here, and this 19-year-old girl had visited our church, and she came up, she had, she same like many of us, she's come out of religion, never heard some of the things that you, know, you all are saying and the way y'all are being, she's like, oh my gosh, and she comes up and we're talking, and, and Raquel began to speak over her life, and Raquel had some impulses from the Holy Spirit. Man, didn't even go into, thus saith the Lord. Or, it was none of that. It didn't, wasn't King James. It was simply, simply the smallest words of encouragement. But the point is, the spiritual reality of a kingdom daughter heard the impulse on her heart from Holy Spirit, from the Father that said, this girl of mine needs to hear this exact two words right here. And Raquel said those two words in the middle of a sentence. And of course, you know, she's radically hit in her heart. And it was so powerful. You remember that? Beautiful moment. And it was a true on spiritual reality of a kingdom daughter working from Holy Spirit to another kingdom daughter. Beautiful. So, um, Luke chapter 6. Um, <laughs> It's so funny, man. Um, I have an older New King James Version Bible here uh, that I love to read. I've had this Bible since 1992 or 93, I believe. 92. Someone gave it to me. And uh, it's a very, uh, it's the new open study Bible, you know, and, <clears throat> and it's all these neat notes. And I've written in it for however that long that is, almost 30 years almost. Um, I've got notes and highlights and stuff. And so I'm not going to get rid of this Bible, but I get a kick out of different places when I see, because it was written by a bunch of church folk. All the notes and the, you know, all the stuff. 
It wasn't written by kingdom people. They were church folk. And, and right here in this passage, when Jesus in Luke 6, he begins to talk about the kingdom and, and um, they have a list here, the rules of kingdom life. <laughs> There's only one rule. There's only one law and that's to love. Amen. And, and so there's some things here that, that Jesus is actually saying uh, after the Beatitudes. You remember the Beatitudes, right? And he goes into saying all this stuff. And, and these are not actual rules. These are examples of what a kingdom citizen looks like. And so I'm going to um, actually give you some stuff out of the Passion um, We'll read through this real quick. Um, I'm going to read it out of New King James, and I'm going to focus on um, a couple of passages with uh, the passion. So in verse 27, he says, uh, But I say to you who hear, love your enemies and do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who spitefully use you. Uh, to him who strikes you on the one cheek, offer up the other. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you. And from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. And uh, he goes on and on talking about this. And verse 31, just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them. Um, <clears throat> and he goes in verse 32, but if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. Think about that for a second. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do that, right? Um, and he, uh, if you do good to those, verse 33, who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. He repeats it. Um, jump down, verse 35. Love your enemies, do good, and lend... Uh, Lend hoping uh, for nothing in return and your reward will be great and you will be sons of the highest for, look at this, for he is kind to the unthankful and evil, right? Therefore, be merciful just as your father is merciful. In uh, verse 37, judge not and you will not be judged. Condemn not and you shall not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Uh, give and it will be given to you good measure pressed down shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom for with the same measure that you use it will be measured back to you and so the thing is is I really feel as I've dug into this and, and I'm not going to go into a lot of that detail today but there's a lot of this that is written from a legalistic standpoint that the translation from the Greek and the Aramaic, it, it, it's, it's translated into a legalistic mindset, okay? Um, they're true words that Jesus said. They're just, let me read some of this out of the Passion where Brian kind of broke it down um, a little better for us. And I know somebody online is going to throw a shoe at me, or no, a brick. The, the shoe means it's a good thing. A brick means they didn't like that. Sorry. Um, so in... Uh, Da, da, da. I wanted to hit this certain verse. Um, sorry, man, I have such a hard time seeing. Uh, da, 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 there we go. Um, oh, 31, verse 31, he says, However you wish to be treated by others is how you should treat everyone else. 
Are you really showing true love by only loving those who love you back? For even those who don't know God do that. Do you hear that? Aren't you and I supposed to be, man, I was going to say better, but that's not the right word to use. It's not that we're better. It's that we're more aware of the heart of the Father. And we're not supposed to just love the lovable. We're not supposed to just do that, right? He says, even those who don't know God love their own. Are you really showing compassion when you do good deeds only to those who do good deeds back to you? Even those who don't know God do that. Jesus mentions that twice. It's crazy. Verse 34, he says, if you lend money only to those who will repay you, what credit is that to your character? Even those who don't know God do that. But love your enemies and continue to treat them well. I love something that Bill Johnson has said and done. Um, you know, there's people that take out full-on magazine, whole magazines out on him and how wrong Bethel is, and it's demonic, and there's videos all over YouTube. Uh, it's unbelievable. Well, it's not really unbelievable. It's YouTube. There's, there's so much. They talk about how, how bad Bethel is, and it's demonic and all this, and, you know, um, Bill was telling a story. Uh, we actually saw him a couple of years ago and in Vacaville. And um, he was telling the story how um, he was looking at a, at a Christian magazine. I don't remember which one. And there was an article there. And it was all about the negativity of Bethel and um, um, how wrong Bill Johnson is. And, snap. and it was, there were actually, he said, this particular pastor... Um, actually created a conference that you could go to to learn about the evils of Bethel and how wrong they were from the scripture and this and that. And so right away, I think that would bother me. I do. I think it would bother me. And Bill said he turned the page to move on and the Holy Spirit said, do you think you should turn that page? And he's like, hmm. So he came back. And he said the minute he came back to that page, he began to weep because he could feel the Spirit of the Lord a, having, giving him a heart for that man. And he began to pray for that, for that guy, that pastor. And he did, not, he did not leave the page until he prayed for his whole family. He started praying for his ministry. Lord, let his ministry flourish. Let his ministry be easy. You know, let his children be blessed, give him great grandchildren, give him health. And he just began to pray for his finances. He even prayed for his tires on his vehicle. And he just, he spent, he said he spent many minutes there just praying for that one guy who was against him. And that rocked my world, man. Like that, that is kingdom, right? Because... We don't want to do those things, right? Man. So, verse, um, oh, I lost it. If you lend money, those, even those, you know, God. Man, where did I leave off? Was it 30, 35? Yeah, okay. Um, 
Let me read 34 just to get a little back up there. If you lend money only to those who know you, if you lend money only to those you know will repay, what credit is that to your character? Even those who don't know God do that. But love your enemies and continue to treat them well. Uh, when you lend money, don't despair if you are never paid back, for it is not lost. You will receive a rich reward and you will be known as the true children of the Most High God, having the same nature as Him. See, spiritual realities are really about having His nature here in this earthly place. That's what the spiritual reality is. When you live from the impulse of the Holy Spirit to live and pursue spiritual realities, dynamic power follows you no matter what. You already have power and authority. Dynamic power and authority, right? But if we don't pursue the spiritual reality and the impulse of the Holy Spirit to live that way here, to seem that way here, to be that here, I don't know that they'll happen. Does that make sense? I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, good things are going to happen to you and I because we don't have a choice. His goodness and mercy follows us, chases after us all the days of our life. His goodness and mercy is on you and will continue to be so. But I want to live in a spiritual reality moment by moment. I want my awareness to be aware that, man, this guy is insulting me. I don't want that anger to rise up. Right? I want to find the place of the impulse of the Father's heart for him because I love the way he words this. Um, uh, you will receive a rich reward and you will be known as true children of the Most High God, having his same nature. Man, I love that. It's powerful stuff. He says, for your father is famous for his kindness. I wonder, do people think that God is so bad because of the way people that say they're Christians act? Think about that for a second. He gives us a great little line here. He says, for your father is famous for his kindness, right? Which he is. We all know God is good. But remember when people said that God sent the hurricane to Louisiana, Katrina, to wipe it out because of the gambling and the sin and the prostitution, right? I'll admit that at one point I believed that, and now I think that's the dumbest thing in the world. That's like saying, and, and forgive me here, but that's like saying that God decided to take Mona Raquel's third child. He didn't make that decision. He didn't say, oh, you didn't tithe this week? That's pretty stupid because of how good our God is. Does this make sense? Listen, if that was a little too much, then I'm sorry. But I, for me, I have to break it down that way because the reality is Satan, our enemy, wants to tell how bad God is. And has people believing that God sends hurricanes because we didn't vote for Donald Trump. (laughs) 
man, I, I am I am full on I am full on against um, Planned Parenthood. I am full on against my tax dollars having to pay for abortions. I am fully against that, right? But going and blowing the place up does not show the kindness of the Father. I know that that's an extreme example, right? <clears throat> but it's the reality. We're meant to show the kindness in the heart of the Father. And how now can we infiltrate and infect the government with the goodness of our God? See, the spiritual reality is not that we go <clears throat> and anoint the building and curse it. Man, I was real church. Y'all know. <laughs> y'all know. Some of y'all laughing because y'all did those same things. Ooh, Shandai, get that oil, man, on this building right here. Yeah, baby. Shandai bakadin. Oh, burn it down, Lord. Um, I know there are people. There are pe there are people that will get offended at me saying that, and I'm sorry. I, I we're not bound by the law of sin and death. We're not the ones that are supposed to condemn or tear down. We're, that's not our nature. Our God is not like that. And I would gl be glad for you to take me to Mia's and eat a steak. Amen. Not you guys, because y'all all agree. But if someone, if someone wants to fight and argue this, I don't want to fight and argue, but we can look at the scripture all day long. You got to buy me a steak, though. Anyway, so let's, let's move from here real quick. Um, uh, the most high guy for having his same nature for your father is famous for his kindness to heal even the thankless and the cruel. Is that not true? We've seen God in the scripture. <laughs> We've seen him do things like that. It's so cool. I've seen him do stuff like that right here in life. He doesn't just bless the person that, you know, is only a born again and came down and uh, said the prayer and checked off the little card. He doesn't just do good to those people. He doesn't. Man. Anyway, man, I'm fixing to get off. Sorry. I hear it. I see it. I don't want to go there, though. <laughs> Verse 36 says, show mercy and compassion for others. Just as your heavenly Father overflows with mercy and compassion for all. Amen? It's beautiful. The way that he has it written here is, is the literal translation of the Aramaic. It's beautiful. Um, so, um, in this verse 35, this is, this is, this is powerful. Because this part right here of the scripture where he says in verse 35, uh, you will receive a rich reward and you will be known as the true children of the most high God. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Let me back up. Um, verse 35. Let me read it from the beginning. But love your enemies and continue to treat them well. Um, when you lend money, don't despair if you are never paid back, for it is not lost, you will receive a rich reward and you will be known as the true children of the most high God, having his same nature. For your father is famous for his kindness to, right here, this part, heal even the thankless and the cruel. So right here in the Aramaic, 
that line right there. Um, where'd it go? Oh my goodness, I just lost it. Oh, Father is famous for his kindness to heal even the thankless and the cruel. That phrase right there in the Aramaic, in the original text, the way that it was written out from Luke when he wrote it, what he wrote was, do not cut off the hope of man. That's what he literally wrote. So listen, the hope of man, not the hope of another Christian, not the hope of another Oshandai, not the hope of the Baptocostal, <laughs> the hope of a man. We are meant to be dealers of hope, to be givers of life, to be the ones that show the nature of our Father because we are kingdom citizens who live from Him, for Him, for these people here that don't know Him yet. Man, it's not, there that, it's not that they're there. They are these um, lost, horrible, heathen Oh, I could go on. The fact is, is they simply don't know yet. They don't know. They have not seen the picture of how much he loves and what he did for them. And you and I are meant to deal that out, just like we're passing out tortillas. Ooh, man. I mean, just pass it out. Take some hope, man. My goodness, man. When, when, Raquel's mom, when she does these big old breakfasts and everybody's there, has a stack of tortillas like this. And they're fresh. They're not out of the bag. Right there off the comal. Stack them up, put the towel over so it stays warm. Man, we deal them things out like, like they're fresh hot tortillas. <laughs> and that's the way you and I are meant. Oh, I'm getting on my spot here. You and I are meant to be the dealers of hope to be the givers of life. And that is the truest form of a spiritual reality at its core. Man, dealers of hope, givers of life, kindness, right? You know, and even when you read it in the New King James, or if you go back and read New American Standard, um, everything he's talking about is being kind, being merciful to those that are not, right? It's the whole, the beatitude of um, bless those who persecute you and use you and revile you for all kinds of evil. It's the fact that someone is against you, but it's, I, I believe that God knows that they don't know any better, but you do and you're my son. So when they do that at you, you already know that you're up here and you see, so just give them some kindness, you know, love them to death. Or, you know, the other phrase, love the hell out of them. Because that's what they're listening to. They're being influenced by that other part of life that is not really theirs. Are you with me? So this is how Jesus talked about the kingdom life. This is how he gave some examples about this spiritual reality. And I, 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 I gave you an example. Um, you know, we talked about the woman at the well just briefly. I, I, I had a lot of scripture I wanted to go through, but turn with me to the book of uh, Acts, chapter 3. And um, uh, let me know when you get there. Um, this is just a, another, um, another part of living in a spiritual reality. 
Um, this is the other extreme of it, right? Where Jesus told us to be kind, love one another. Man, you remember when Jesus went to Simon's house? Or how about Matthew? Man, he went and chilled out and had steak at Matthew's house. Matthew was a down-low, dirty dog of the, of the Jewish tax-collecting part of, of society. That's the way they viewed him. He was a thief because he stole taxes. Man, the tax, tax man always stealing. <laughs> Even now, IRS, I know. I have pay them every year. <laughs> them suckers got a good scheme going, man. I told that we, we were talking with the tax people uh, uh, Thursday, actually, Friday. And I said, yeah, just help me understand it better because I want to pay everything I owe and not a penny more. I want them getting nothing free from me. So they used to look down on Matthew, but Jesus goes to his house, right? And everybody was like, what are you doing here? Or better yet, how about Simon's house? And then Mary comes in with this oil that is a whole year's worth of money. And she just pours it out to wash his feet. And the people there are like, don't they know this, this woman's a prostitute? Now, I'm sure they said some other choice words in their head. And not only did he allow her to wash his feet, but he completely bestowed honor on her like crazy out of the kindness of his heart. Why? Because it was the kindness of God that radically changed her life. See, what's a real spiritual reality? Man, I love it when Holy Spirit moves. Like this morning, I love that stuff, man. I love it when I see y'all out here dancing and the flags or you're just laying out or either John or Ryan take a turn or yelling their guts out and the walls shake when that happens, right? I mean, I love it. I love it. I love those moments when we're lost and, and it's just quiet and we're, we're just sitting there soaking up. We can't move and it's it's just radical, right? I love that. I love seeing a physical healing. I love it when, when I've prayed for someone and I feel the physical change on their, on their body part like that. I love it. I do my happy dance. I love that stuff. I love when we get words and knowledge. I love, man, somebody texted me just, I think, Friday. It says, hey, I hear the Father speaking these three words over you. And then I'm like, <laughs> I needed it real bad on Friday. I love that. But we can't be foolish enough to think that our Father is limited to those spiritual realities when He wants you, really needs you to be kind to that lady at the deli that's giving you lip. You know, the one that says, I ain't going to shave that meat. You can have a number one. No, man, please, can you just go a little bit under number one? And she goes like this. And she, she takes, the, she takes the, the ham, right? And she goes... Sst, 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 sst. 
You remember that? That lady was mad, boy. She's bad mood. And I'm sitting there, and right away, you know what I want to do, right? I just want to go, let Raquel deal with that. <laughs> I ain't dealing with that. I'm going to get some cookies. But I, 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 I felt, that night, I felt the Father's heart for her. And I just spoke one little thing. I asked her one little phrase. And then it was her turn to go, <laughs> right? She, man, she completely changed. And I love it. In that moment, I was aware of the impulse. And my problem is, is I want to live that way. I want to live that way, not just looking for, oh, who can I pray for to get healed? Shondai, let me Shondai somebody, you know, get my King James Bible and knock you, you know. <laughs> I, want to, I want to live what Jesus just talked about. Man, that's hard. Raquel and I, at the end of 2018, I, I will state that um, 2018, the end of 2018, beginning of 2019, was um, by this world's standards uh, one of uh, the worst times of our life. We went through, um, or was it 2017? No, it was 2018. 2018. We went through the absolute worst betrayal twice. Two different, excuse me, two different people. One was a person, one was an entire family. Which that was part of the shakeup here. And you, those of you who've been here, you know that story. You know what we went through with that, um, with that ugliness and that is ugly. But before that, just a couple of months before that, we went through the absolute worst betrayal um, and worst devastation to our family. Something that families should, that no person should ever have to go through ever. You should not have to go through it. It's pure evil and um, we went through that. We were completely betrayed uh, by someone extremely, extremely close. And um, I remember when um, I confronted this person about what he uh, had done to my family, um, I remember, um, I remember hearing the father say, just, I need you to be like me. Like, I need you to handle this my way. Trust me, handle it my way. And um, I had every right, I had every right to get in my truck and drive um, across the state. Um, I had every right to go over there and take matters into my own hand. I had every right to do that. And many would judge me for not doing that. But I don't know how, um, except that it was him. And I, I stood there. It was over the phone. And I was calm. I think I talked probably about like I'm talking right now. Um, and um, he even asked for forgiveness. And I was able to say, I, I forgive you. Forgiveness doesn't mean we walk arm in arm anymore or actually ever again, but I do forgive you. 
And I was able to be calm. I never felt hatred. Uh, I, I did feel some anger, but I didn't, I didn't uh, go that route. I, I had such an overwhelming moment with the Lord. And, um, you know, look, there's moments in my life, I'm not going to lie to you, there's, and I think about this thing all the time, there's moments in my life where I wish I hadn't handled it that way. I wish I'd have went the other way. Uh, I still want to go and do something. Every now and then I get those thoughts, and I'm like, man, I'm going to trust you on this one. <laughs> Uh, I don't don't trust you. You said. And um, so because I trusted him, he's handling that. And through all of that, Raquel and I, somebody in our family actually said, uh, I think that they are handling it um, the godly way. And I'm glad for that. As hard as that was and as hard as it still is, um, I don't make it that way all the time. And that's my point, is that I want to I live in that place of dynamic power that the impulses that he speaks to me, I follow no matter the situation whether they need a healing or they just need a word of encouragement or someone actually coming against me. It's not easy. Amen? It's not easy to live that way. But we have Holy Spirit and we have these impulses. And I think here's one last really good example in Acts 3. And we'll end with this. Um, <laughs> I love it, man. It's, a, it's such a beautiful story. So this is right after the Holy Spirit is brought into this world in a, in a magnificent fashion. And uh, this was an afternoon, verse 1, Peter and John, they went to the temple for the 3 o'clock prayer. And as they came to the entrance called the beautiful gate, they were captured by the sight of a crippled man uh, who was crippled from birth being carried and placed at the entrance to the temple. And he was often brought there to beg for money from those going in uh, to worship. And when he noticed Peter and John going into the temple, he begged them for money. And Peter and John, looking straight at him in the eyes of the crippled man, said, Look at us. Expecting a gift, he readily gave them his attention. Then Peter says, I don't have money, but I'll give you this by the power of of the name of Jesus of Nazareth, stand up and walk. Peter and John um, were walking on their way, right? And they happened to notice this guy. Now, there's not just one guy standing there begging at the beautiful gate. There's a lot. But what, what is it about this one guy that stood out? Man, we don't know. But some reason, somehow, the Lord highlighted this guy. Something got his attention. Look at Peter when he, when he was on the rooftop. Um, he went up to go pray. And all of a sudden, he became hungry. And then the Lord gives him a vision. And he uses food. He got his attention through his hunger pains. Um, I believe it was uh, Jeremiah and Ezekiel both were prophets that saw things, right? 
and we could go on and on. These are amazing moves, right? These are like, man, they're walking and they notice this guy and they end up, he's crippled from birth and they end up praying over him and he gets healed right there on the spot. All because they listen to an impulse of the Holy Spirit to live in a kingdom reality. So this morning, I hope that this makes sense and that you see what I'm trying to see is the spectrum from what I think is something small all the way to something big. I mean, walking up to some guy that's crippled and saying, in the name of Jesus, get up and walk, and his ankles instantly get healed. That's what I call that spectrum. That's that side, right? But the thing is, is I don't believe that that's more powerful than being kind to the person. I don't think it's more powerful because when you show the love of Christ to a person and it impacts their life, it's, it's the power of his heart coming in both ways, either, either one of these. I think that we get more wrapped up in the crippled man standing up. I don't think that's bad. I think it's just we need to pay attention more to the, the little details, not just look for the big things. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be aware of when that impulse says, man, Chris, that guy right there. And I want to be, I want to be that kingdom citizen like that. It moves on those impulses. Amen. If we'll do that as a church, can you imagine? Can you imagine what core is going to end up being? Right? I mean, you're amazing and beautiful now because we are moving in a lot of things. There's a lot of things happening, right? And you, you all have such amazing hearts. Can you imagine when we go deeper into that and we really start to grab a hold of the little things around our community? It's beautiful. I can't wait to see it. The next step. And here we are. Amen? Are you good? Let's stand this morning. And um, I'm going to pray. Um, I'm, I'm asking for a new prescription for me. If you want to join on that, man, join with me. Lift your hand up. Whew, Father, I just thank you. I thank you this morning, Lord. You're amazing and you're beautiful. And your goodness is all around and it hunts us down. And part of that goodness, Lord, is taking us to new depths, new, new understandings, and new, a new level of our interaction with you. We read in your word about uh, having dynamic power lead our life and have our, having our life be led by the impulses of your spirit. And so, Father, that's the true reality of living for you and through you by listening to your Holy Spirit. And man, Father, it's not even, it's not even a religious and, and, and thing. It's not a weird thing at all. It's simply that we live by your Spirit. We hear your heart and we follow. So this morning, Lord, I pray for, um, for a better prescription, a tighter lens for me and for everyone that's joining with me, that Lord God, just, just better vision that I would hear better, Father, that I would perceive better, Father God, that I would smell better, Lord, that all of my senses, all five of my senses would be 
heightened, Father God, to what you want to do, to what you say, to what you're doing, Lord. I love what you're doing, Lord, and I ask to have that increase, Lord. I speak that increase over all of these people right here, Father. Every one of us, that Lord, as, as core church and as anyone joining online, Father, that there would be an increase, uh, a heightened of understanding and of uh, hearing the senses of how you speak to us. Lord, we love you. We exalt you. We look forward. <laughs> we look forward to living in the spiritual realities of your kingdom. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Man, man, bless you all that are online. I see a few people on there. Uh, if y'all have any prayer requests, just type it in the chat. And uh, it, listen, folks, if you're here and you need something, uh, you need prayer, need us to join with you on anything at all, uh, then by all means, please come and see us. We love you all much. Be blessed and see you Sunday or Friday night. Don't forget.